Shalom. All praises, glory, and honor to Yahweh in the name of his only begotten son, Yahweh Shai. The Heavenly Father's name is Yahweh, which means he exists. Bashem, which means in the name Yahweh Shai, which means he is the deliverer who the world ignorantly calls Jesus Christ. The Heavenly Father have given us this truth through the Rakakwadash, which is the Holy Spirit. And we thank Yahweh Bashem Yahweh Shai for extended mercies. Peace and blessings to the elect and the remnant, which consists of you so-called Negroes, Latinos, Native Americans, as well as the Israelites, who look like all the different nations. But your lineage go back to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Peace and blessings. Shalom to the family out there. This is your brother Shalah, and this is uh, HIBN, which is Hebrew, Israelite Biblical News. Throughout the four corners of the earth, this gospel is being spread. And we thank Yahweh Bashem Yahweh Shai for the good news, you know, which is the gospel. The good news is that the Israelites who were once unaware in a, a spiritually dead state are now awakened and, and now are standing on their feet. So we're going to go into the book of Revelation, uh, chapter 11. Because now that we know who we are as a people, um, great fear is falling upon the nations, specifically the tribe of Edom, because the tribe of Edom, specifically Amalek, have hid our identity through chattel slavery and just really through the satanic wiles of the devil, the snares, the traps, through Christianity, you know which we call plantation Christianity because Christianity was set up to deceive us as a people, you know, teaching us a false doctrine, teaching us a false image of Christ, you know, and are basically uh, creating a situation where the minds of so-called Negroes would be mentally and spiritually destroyed, you know, that love everybody, spirit, be kind, but no one is loving or being kind to God's uh, people, especially the tribe of Judah, you know, because in this society, the so-called Negro is pretty much the most hated and the most, uh, you know, uh, uh, what's the word I need to use? Uh, um, abhorred, you know, a nation of people on the planet, you know, as well as uh, the Latinos and Native Americans is just that the hatred is so strong against so-called Negroes that that word nigger is worldwide and is, you know, pretty much a byword. So we're going to go to the book of Revelation chapter 11. And let's see. Bear with me. Let's see. This is a. Uh, oh, another, I have another Bible and, you know, like when you have uh, a Bible that you used to look in, at and, you know, the way that the uh, pages are and when you're looking at another Bible, you know, it's, you know, it's like visually your your mind is uh, pretty much set on looking at a specific book, chapter and verse a specific way. But nonetheless, this is a uh, Revelation chapter 11 and. Verse 11, and it reads, and after three days and a half, the spirit of life from Yahweh entered into them. 
So the three days and a half that represents 350 years, the spirit of life, which is the Rakakwadash, the Holy Spirit from Yahweh entered into them. The Holy Spirit resides in the Israelites. You know, the 350 years would be spiritually dead and in the mindset of not knowing who we are as a people. It says, and they stood upon their feet. So spiritually standing upon your feet, now you know who you are pursuing to the book of uh, Ezekiel, the 37th chapter that go into the valley of the dry bones. And that valley, that low valley was full of bones. And the heavenly father told Ezekiel to prophesy to those dry bones, you know, and in that process, those bones came together and flesh, you know, uh, came upon those bones, you know, flesh is a color. So now you know who you are based off of, you know, your nationality, you know, through, a, you know, basically your byword, but through that, now, you know, that you're an Israelite of whatever a tribe that you're from, because there's 12 tribes you know, 12 tribes of Israel. And that's never changed. It's just that we didn't know who we were. And that was through, you know, miseducation. And when you go into, was that uh, Psalm, the 83rd chapter, it tells us that the nations would be uh, in cahoots together. You know, they would conspire together to cut us off from being a nation. But now the Israelites are standing upon their feet with the Holy Spirit, Rakakwadash, and telling other Israelites to repent for the kingdom of heaven is nigh, telling them that salvation is of the Jews. The Israelites uh, who uh, pretty much in this society are treated uh, inhumanely. Now you know you're God's chosen people and you're a special people above all people. Now these nations that benefited from the fact of you being ignorant now they can no longer run that game so it says and great fear fell upon them which saw them so these nations they have great fear because they know you know who you are and that's a problem uh, for the elites because as a as long as the israelites are in that dead state they can continue to rule this earth in wickedness so now being spiritually awakened that means that esau's time is running short so when you go into revelation what's that uh 12 and 12 and we always go into these scriptures and uh of course we have to because you know repetition is a good thing going back to you know basic scriptures which you know pretty much uh keeps us in a, um, a, a, what's the word, um, a, a strong foundation in Yahweh Shai, you know, because, yeah, you know, there's much knowledge, wisdom, and understanding, but in order to get a, a firm foundation, you have to have the milk, you know, knowing who you are, knowing salvation is of the Jews, knowing that Yahweh Shai came back for his, um, you know, uh, where he's coming back. But when he came to the earth, he came to this earth to deliver his people. And that's why he told the, um, 
the uh, disciples who became apostles, he told them, don't go into the city of the Samaritans, but go and preach into the lost sheep of the house of Israel, you know? So it's all about Israel, you know, when it's all said and done, uh, so far as in on a level of, you know, who salvation is for, but ultimately, you know, the main focus of an Israelite is Yahweh Shai, because he is our master. And the only way to get to Yahweh Shai, or only way to get to the Heavenly Father is through Yahweh Shai, because he is the door. In Christianity, they teach you that uh, the Messiah came for everybody, and it's just all-inclusive. And with that mindset, knowing that Israel overall is a, a peaceable people, and we tend to put others uh, over ourselves, meaning the other nations. That's why when Israelites, you know, that may not know that they're Israelites when it comes to salvation, they're, they're always thinking about the other nations. They're not even thinking about their own people in such a, uh, you know, uh, deplorable state. So when you go into what's that... Um, I think that's Malachi when um when it was brought out um uh basically what was it um is Esau Jacob's brother because even in that that spirit uh is always uh you know worrying about the other nations when our nation is in 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 such a bad situation we have we're 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 basically being attacked from all sides these nations man they have conspired they have so many tumults and so many snares and so many traps set up that jake is still worried about the other nations and how how can you help or care about other nations when when you're in such a, a horrible state you have to uh, be able to uh, care and love yourself in a spiritual sense um then you then you know what i'm saying uh, care about the other nations because the other nations don't care about you so we have to you know we have to care about ourselves when i mean ourselves i'm not talking about you know you're just focused on yourself personally because that's a selfish spirit but being focused on your nation loving your brother as you would love yourself because how can you love uh, your people if you don't truly love or care for yourself? You know, it's that old saying, how can you love someone if you don't love yourself? People that tend to get in relationships, they, they're, you know, they will become toxic because they're toxic to themselves. So let's go to Malachi and we'll start at verse one and it says, the burden of the word of the Lord to Israel by Malachi. I have loved you, saith the Lord. Yet ye say, so this is what Negroes, Latinos say, wherein has thou loved us? So they're saying, how, how does the Lord love us? It says, um, was not Esau Jacob's brother? So that's that mindset that a lot of uh, Negroes say when we bring up salvation. It's like, uh, well, what about Esau? You know, 
is salvation only just for Israel? And that's the mindset that a lot of wacky tacky Christians are push, you know, because these nations, they don't give a damn about us, man. You know, the whole, um, you know, conversation of reparations, they know that reparations is due. We built this country, but because they don't give a damn, you know, and as long as they can gaslight, you know, Jake out there and and give Jake crumbs or or just offer a whole bunch of empty symbolic gestures, our people, they satisfy with that because of the self-esteem being so low. But when you come back into the understanding, you know that the real reparations is going to come when Yahweh Shai returns. When he returns, that's when the real reparations is going to start. That's restoration, real restoration. Because the, the word reparations means to restore. And these people, they can't restore us because they destroyed us so much that only spiritual intervention and only spiritual deliverance is going to save the Israelites. That's why the name of the Lord is Yahweh Shai, which means he is the deliverer. He saves. So he's the one that's going to bring back the salvation, bring back the restoration, you know. But in Christianity, they teach you that you're saved already. No, we're not saved. We're still in a in a um, in a um, a situation where we're being oppressed. It says, "And I have, and I hated Esau, and laid his mountains and his heritage waste." For the dragons of the wilderness. So the Heavenly Father hates Esau. He don't like Esau because what Esau is doing to his people, to his children. That's and 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 mainly Esau is rejected. You know, Esau is pretty much in a situation where him being in control of this earth, he's running it uh basically uh down, man. The whole earth is in mourning. Everything about the earth is is in turmoil. And with this transhumanism, that's that's just a prime example of how if this devil get any more time that he's allotted, that he, he would literally destroy mankind. That's why the Lord is going to come back and cutting Esau's time short. Because if not, no flesh will be saved. You know, this whole transhumanism, uh, they constantly spraying stuff in the air, the food, the, uh, the water, everything is being manipulated, you know, because they want to they literally they literally want to erase humanity. They want to, you know, um, what's that um, genetically alter what the Heavenly Father created? You know, gene splicing and what's that CRISPR technology, which is basically eugenics. You know, these people, they feel that that there's a certain population on the earth that need to be done away with. And then they want to live forever. But the only way in their minds of doing that is using the technology, you know, using quantum computers using um uh what's that um uh what's uh what's the word i need to use uh um uh, you know uh 
the DNA, you know, altering the DNA, you know, just basically restructuring uh, the genetic code. That transhumanism, man, that that's linked all the way back to eugenics. You know, that so-called um, uh, uh, recreating or creating a master race, the shit that was going on in, in Germany and, and, you know, what's his name, Charles Darwin, when they go into, you know, um, the, the species and stuff like that. You, you had like a subhuman species and then they considered black folks being subhuman and white folks superior. And they pushed that to, to push eugenics. That's why you have people like Margaret Sanger, which was a damn witch that used Negro pastors to push plan, uh, what's that Planned Parenthood, you know, or what they call, um, what's the name of it? Because I got this book called The Negro Project, and I, I went into that uh, years ago. Well, not years ago, but uh, not too long ago. I said years ago, but which I have, I mean, but not so far as this book. Because um, this book, man, it breaks it down. So I'm going to read a little bit of it because I was, I was uh, highlighting... Well, what I'm just talking about where she used Negro uh, pastors and basically people that had influence over the Negro population. So this is uh, the Negro Project from um, Bruce Flurry. I think that's how you pronounce this man's name, Flurry. And I spell F-L-E-U. R.Y. Bruce Flurry, and it's again the Negro Project. Margaret Sanger's diabolical, duplicious, dangerous, disastrous, and deadly plan for Black America. And this is all a part of what we just read in the scriptures, where um, great fear is falling upon these nations, so they will come up with these plots, these tumults, to secretly genocide. God's people, no more different than what happened during the time of uh, the Israelites in captivity in Egypt. You had the uh, the genocide of the uh, Negro male children. And even Yahweh Shai, when uh, he was being born, he was targeted because you had Herod uh, that was targeting Yahweh Shai. So he was targeted uh, at birth, you know. So this uh, book, uh, and we'll start at um, page 24, The Negro Project. I got this, I think, from uh, eBay. It's either eBay or Amazon is one of them. I ordered this book during the shutdown. So it says, we'll start at, um, let's see. Bear with me. Let's see.
Okay. Well, we'll we'll start right here and then we'll go back. So it says it is often pointed out by her adherents that Sanger herself was opposed to abortion because she considered it taking of a life. It says that may be true as far as it goes, but if such is the case, why then is Planned Parenthood performing procedures she herself found to be so repre reprehensible? And Planned Parenthood, if you don't know, is uh, a place where women get abortions and they pretty much push the propaganda to Negro and Latino and Native American uh, women, you know, or young women to get abortions. You know, they call it family planning. You know, you have uh, young women out there that are not married and they'll hook up with a guy and or they might they might not even uh, be in a relationship. You know, they just hook up with them and all of a sudden, you know, she gets pregnant. Uh, the, the guy, all he wanted to do was have sex and, you know, he just, you know, basically kick her to the curb and now she's stuck, you know, being pregnant and they push that, that, you know, basically, you know, you, you're not uh, prepared to have children and then their remedy is actually aborting the child, which is murder, you know. And they use the, uh, you know, usually they'll, they'll use that, you know, if the female is raped, you know, then, you know, she should get an abortion. And that's what they pretty much push. But for the most part, you know, it, it's basically, you know, uh, women uh, feeling like, you know, they, they don't want to be burdened with the responsibility you know, and then all of a sudden they decide to murder their own child. And it's come to the point where this society is so destroyed that it's a a, a, a rapper. And I'm pretty sure you brothers or sisters out there probably saw the video of this Negro woman twerking in front of abortion clinic, talking about she got murder on her mind because she's talking about aborting her baby, you know, which goes to show you that this is a destroyed people that they will be actually rapping about killing their own people through abortion because yeah, you got these um, race soldiers out here killing Negro men, women, and children, but the majority of the deaths is through these abortions, you know, and a lot of people don't, really want to talk about that a lot of people especially in the negro community it's always uh, about blaming esau which esau does bear the majority of the blame but then also our people they get in the mindset of they're above reproach you know and especially when it comes to uh the woman you know she can do no wrong but in reality a lot of the children or being destroyed through these abortions. It says, and why is it that so many black ministers, politicians, business leaders, media representatives, etc., are so supportive of the goals of Planned Parenthood? Because you got a lot of pastors out there. You got a lot of people in politics and leaders that are actually pushing abortions. Or, you know, they they will 
team up with Planned Parenthood and all these other organizations that that really aren't pushing that same energy in all these other communities because in the so-called white communities and other communities, they push fertility clinics. They're not pushing, you know, um, you know, abortions and stuff like that, even though on a, in a political arena or whatever like that, where people out there protesting, you might see like Edomite women out there, you know, protesting or whatever like that. But for the most part, who who's really affected by it is so-called Negro and Latino women because they're the ones who are at the position uh, where they can have um, larger families, you know, through popul you know, basically population. So this is no more different uh, than again going into Egypt. It was all about depopulating the Israelites. That's because during the time of Egypt, the Pharaoh knew that the Israelites were multiplying, you know, and it was to the point where that Egyptian Pharaoh was like, let us deal wisely. Salakia. They were like, let us deal wisely with these people. So let me find that scripture right quick. So yeah, man, it, it's, it's a, a, a tumult going back to Psalm 83 and we'll get that. Let's see, that's in Exodus going into what the Pharaoh was talking about, you know, attacking the, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the firstborn or not the firstborn, but attacking the, the, uh, the, the, uh, male children, because that's who brings in, or how should I say that's what, um, would allow the, the, um, the, um, the nation to continue through through the male line so i'm gonna have to do a, a part two because we're already at almost 30 minutes so i say shalom all right shalom i'm back this is a continuation of the previous lesson which i haven't uh decided what i'm uh entitled it but i was going into the uh the plot or the tumult that's against god's people you know and uh, one of the ways that the nations have went against israel is you know basically in an older form of abortions you know and i was going into uh, the book of exodus where the pharaoh uh was conspiring along with his people to uh to deal wisely with the Israelites. And he wanted the uh, the midwives to basically uh, get the Israelite women to kill their children, you know, which is, a, you know, again, a form of abortion, you know. So this is the book of Exodus chapter one. And we'll uh, read in the uh, KJV, which is the King James Bible version or the King James Version. So it reads, Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply, and it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they join also unto our enemies and fight against us, 
and so get them up out of the land. So the Pharaoh, he was concerned that the Israelites would grow in population and then decide to join with the um the join against the Egyptians, you know, join in with the uh, enemies of Egypt. So that same spirit or mindset is in the minds of these Edomites during the time of COINTELPRO, you know, uh, J. Edgar Hoover, you know, his whole mindset was um, subverting, stopping, and doing everything he could to go against Negro leaders. You know, they specifically uh, targeted so-called Negroes, all of the organizations like the Black Panthers and of course, you know, uh, the Young Lords, you know, which is the uh, Puerto Rican uh, Civil Rights Group, AIM, which is the American Indian Movement, all of these organizations who are God's chosen people by nationality were targeted because the greatest threat is uh, cohesiveness. You know, they don't want Negroes, Latinos, and Native Americans coming together as a nation because that would you know, pretty much put Esau in a situation where he would, he's always concerned about being uh, subverted or overthrown, you know, and as the Israelites were in the land of Egypt, were just living and multiplying and basically um, integrating in the Egyptian society, the Egyptians weren't thinking that way because they were, they were in the mindset of oppressing God's people. And that's the same way that Esau in this society thinks because Jake ain't, ain't concerned or, uh, you know, in the mindset of tr trying to take over Esau and his society, Jake is, loves this society, but this devil, his mindset is like, we're going to get rid of these people. You know, it, it's always the same spirit of uh, that's on our oppressors, you know? So that's, why the Egyptians put the Israelites in captivity and used the Israelites to build up Egypt the same way in America, the Negroes built up Egypt, spiritual Egypt, you know? So now that uh, spiritually Israel is waking up, standing on their feet and great fear is falling upon the nations. Now they're, they're plotting, man, they're, uh, the, uh, the enemies of Israel. They're plotting against God's chosen people, you know, because the main message from those brothers and sisters that are awake and standing on their feet is to uh, tell other brothers and sisters to repent that the Messiah is returning, that the Lord is the one that's going to bring judgment upon our enemies that hate and persecute us. So because that message doesn't resonate with the oppressor, of course, he's going to come after God's people and try to stop the prophecies, try to stop, you know, um, you know, the return of the Messiah. That's why you uh, hear about the uh, space force and all of this electromagnetic weapons. And they got, you know, these nations are heavily into their ICBM missiles and they're pointed out in space because they know the Lord's returning. They know that the angels are there you know, and they know that with their plotting and planning,
to try to destroy Israel, uh, they don't they they only have a limited amount of time. But the Lord is going to allow that you know the the enemies of Israel to destroy two thirds of the nation of Israel because two thirds is just not right. God is going to allow these nations to destroy a portion of his people that are basically beyond repair because they love it here so much. And so the Lord is going to allow them to be a destroyed right along with the heathen, you know, whereas during the time of Egypt, everybody walked out of the land of Egypt, you know, but everybody ain't going to be delivered out of spiritual Egypt, two thirds, which is a uh, 66.6% will be cut off and die because they love it here. You know, they, they love their oppression. You know, they have sided with the devil. And so the Lord is just going to allow them to be consumed in that fire, you know, fire and brimstone, you know, but you brothers and sisters out there that know that this is not your rest, you know, and that we are, you know, um, needing healing you know because the lord said he didn't come to those that are uh, healed you know that don't need a physician you know that are already whole he come for those that need that physician you know so that's why his word is what heals us spiritually and eventually if it be the lord's will will be healed or made whole upon his return you know that's the um putting off this flesh, you know, taking off the mortal and putting on the immortal immortality because that's the only way to uh, be fully healed is being uh, immortalized, you know, mentally, physically, spiritually. And that's going to take place, you know, uh, during that, you know, that great and dreadful day among you know, the inhabitants of the earth, but restoration and healing for the Israelites, you know, that's the good news. That's the gospel. The Lord returning and healing his people and destroying the enemies of Israel. Cause there's a heavy lot for those that uh, touch God's people. It's not a light thing, you know, because they may look at us, as if we're nothing was you know they treat us like we're subhuman and they feel like they can do anything but they don't realize that when they mess with us or when they touch us or they they do things against us is as if they're actually touching the heavenly father's eye let's see so this is in the book of Zechariah chapter 2 verse 8 and it reads for thus saith the Lord of hosts the Lord of hosts is the Lord of armies Heavenly Father he has many titles and he's also known as the Lord of hosts the Lord of armies because the, the, the armies of Israel are the angels the same uh, UFOs that is seen worldwide, you know, you have all these UFO 
sightings. Those are the angels. That's that's the heavenly host of the heavenly father, Yahweh. And it's an innumerable amount of angels without a number. You've seen those uh, YouTube videos. You see all those UFOs or chariots. Those are called chariots. Those are vehicles that fly. Those are the vehicles of the angels. That's the Lord of Sabaoth, the Lord of armies. The same armies that's coming back with Yahweh Shai. So it says, But thus saith the Lord of hosts, after the glory hath he sent me unto the nations which spoils you, for he that touch of you toucheth the apple of his eye. So the nations that touch y'all, you, you Israelites out there, and they're doing all these horrible things against you, know and realize that when they do these things against you, it's as if they're touching the Heavenly Father's eye. That's very personal, you know. Somebody touching your eyeball, that's how it is in the sight of the Lord when these people are coming against you. So it's a heavy judgment for anybody that come against you. You know, if you're of God's chosen, of his elect and his remnant, the Lord is going to uh, destroy Babylon the Great because of that bloodshed, you know, these people coming against his saints, coming against his um, his servants, the prophets, you know, those that are martyred, those that will be beheaded for the namesake of Yahweh Shai. Babylon the Great is going to be destroyed because of that bloodshed. So all the plotting and all the planning that these nations are doing, it's all in vain. And although they feel like they are not being uh, brought out or they're being, you know, exposed, the Bible already exposed these nations in the book of Psalm, the 83rd chapter. So this is the book of Psalm, the 83rd, 83, and we'll start at verse 1, and it reads, Keep not thy silence, O Yahweh, hold not thy peace, and be not still, O Yahweh, for lo, thine enemies make a tumult, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head. So our enemies, they have made a tumult. So that's... Look up the word tumult. So we, we as a people, we have many enemies. Not only you have personal enemies, people that you may or may not know, you know, that might be spying on you, listening to your conversations. They might have your house bugged. You know, they might be stalking you, following you around. You know, they might be working with, Esau's different groups and stuff like that. And you got these militias and you got all these people uh, that know you, but you don't know them. These nations, not just people, but group, you know, or groups, I'm talking about nations, you know, millions of people, you know, cause it, it a nation of people is just not a couple hundred people, a couple thousand. No, these nations, millions 
uh, people have come together against God's people under that tumult. So it says a tumult is a loud, confused noise, especially one caused by a large mass of people. So we have many enemies, man. We have nations coming against us. They all come together. They all conspire when they come to America. They're all on the same page. They know uh, to stay away from us. You know, they say, oh, stay away from those those black, you know, black Americans. Stay especially even some of our own people uh, from Africa. Not saying that every person from Africa, especially West Africa, is, is an Israelite or a Negro by bloodline because you have some heathens or some actual Africans that hate us. But even some of our own people, that they're, they're told to stay away from those akatas, akata, which means a cotton picker or stray stray animal, you know, because we were brought over here in the holes of cargo slave ships. Somehow there were were considered strays, even though some of these uh, nations, and and you know like West Africa sold us, you know, to the enemy, sold us to the oppressor. But you have this uh, uproar, you know, uh, a noise, you know, masses of people. Because when the shit hits the fan, these nations, man, they're going to they're gonna come against God's people. And they're already doing it, but they're doing it in a very subtle, insidious way. They're using technology. You know, they're using, you know, psyops. They're running all kind of games using smear campaigns even using our own people which is disgusting you know you might be listening one of you sell out or some of you sell out negroes latinos and native americans that sell you know selling your own people out for the b system the lord gonna kill you niggas the lord gonna destroy you for going after his own people just like judas he offed himself because he couldn't take the, uh, you know, the the uh, depression, you know, he couldn't he couldn't take the uh, anguish of selling out the Lord. And a lot of you Negroes out there, you're gonna feel that that very anguish when when you come to your right mind, when the Lord, you know, removed that demon off of you, and you finally realize what you've done. You sold your people out that just wanted what was best for God's people that tried the best even having flaws, tried their best to uh, do what was right, you know, Lord going to destroy you unless you repent, you know, but if you repent, you know, your handler is going to come after you, you know. So, yeah, you got that tumult. So let's go back to uh, the scripture. It says, for lo, thine enemies make a tumult. It says, and they that hate thee have lifted up the head. So when they lift up the head, they think they're better than God's people. They, you know, they look down on us. They, they say, oh, these are just, you know, low lives. And, you know, all these people are on welfare, or they're thieves and all the shit they say. When these nations, they have, you know, destroyed God's people through theft and robbery, murder, rape. You know, lies, slander, you know, a, a welfare system, you know, which white supremacy is nothing but a welfare system. When these devils came over here, they were given land and 
stole it, you know, uh, from the North American Indians, you know, and then and then out of the, all of a sudden they fixed their mouth to say that black folks are just welfare cases when white supremacy is a welfare system. You know, you're being awarded and granted, granted rights, privileges and resources based off of your skin color, you know. It says that they have taken crafty counsel against thy people and consulted against thy hidden ones. So they have taken crafty counsel. They, they get together in their think tanks and their summits. And, you know, you got all these different groups and stuff like that. You got Freemasons that are, you know, they meet in secret and they got all these different uh, councils, crafty councils. How they gonna deal with black folks? How how they gonna deal with Latino folks? How they gonna deal with Native American folks? How they gonna, you know, a red line? You know, using uh, gentrification, destroying neighborhoods. You know, basically running the neighborhoods down, allowing drugs, guns, and no resources, and don't give any help. And you know, uh, communities. And then once the community is so destroyed. Then you got developers that come in and buy the land up for cheap and then build it up and then run all the black folks that's left out of those areas, run them out, you know, south or, you know, in, in the suburbs. And then now you done built all these, you know, luxurious uh, apartments, condos and businesses that are that are thriving and stuff like that. And now the rent is high. You know, now the property value is higher. It's just a game, man. It's a sick satanic game that's being ran. And you got Negroes out there that that told the line that know all of these things are happening, but they won't speak on it. You know, that's why like the so-called grassroots movement is really holding these Negro leaders accountable because they haven't done shit. They have pretty much sat on their asses and allowed their people to be destroyed while giving benefits to homosexuals, lesbians, and all kind of other groups, you know, while their own people are, are destroyed. Says they have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation that the name of Israel may be no more in remembrance. And that's what they've done. They cut the Israelites from you know, off from being a nation. That's why black folks, even though this gospel is being spread, they're so mentally destroyed that in them and they've been spiritually cut off from being a nation, not just physically, but spiritually. Now them hearing that they're Israelites is so foreign and it's so, you know, um, out of the ordinary that they, they can't fathom it. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's beyond their thought process, so they reject it. Bible says that the Israelites would reject knowledge. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge, and because Israel is destroyed for lack of knowledge, the Heavenly Father, you know, is basically going to allow these nations to destroy his people because they don't want to listen. 
here it is. You have the prophets that's telling, you know, those Israelites who they are, but they reject the knowledge. They're not getting knowledge, wisdom, and understanding from these wacky, tacky Christian pastors, you know. So, so because they rejected, the Lord's going to reject them, you know. So it's all about uh, knowing who you are, you know. And then f from that, you know, now you know that salvation is for you and you have to repent, you know, because ju not just knowing who you are, you know, just knowing that you're Israelite, that's just the start, you know. But that's not going to save you. Just like even just works alone is not going to save you. Having faith, you know, works, being chosen, you know, it, it's a package deal. It's just not one thing, you know, is is more than that. Take a little break right quick and play uh, this song. You know, I hope it's inspirational to you brothers and sisters out there. This is a, even though um, this Jake, he's not like um, in the truth, but, you know, I believe that you can um, hear music that will be edifying and we're royal people, man. You know, we, we are God's chosen people. So this song is about this Jake by the name of uh, Molly Music, and it's called Royalty. So I'm going to just play a little bit of this. Here we go. Broken people wanting to believe in something, looking for a life, trying to find the truth. But we give them doubt saying we do something we don't Hurting people saying we do things that we won't Wolfing sheep's clothing with a cross on his chest Taking people money promising to be blessed But power to the chosen people Who at one point wasn't viewed as an equal His own chosen people Royal priesthood yeah. That you've been called out of the darkness Into the marvelous Do you know who you are? Yeah. Once we were the people, now we are the people. Do you know who you are? Royalty, 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 would you let them call you those things if you knew you were a queen? And my brother, would you be out there risking your life for green paper? If you knew you had it all already, if you knew you were a queen, we're the best I can offer is to tell you the truth. Mercy changes everything for me and you But they don't really tell us what we do need to know The first Peter 2 was fix a pleasure for sure So power to the chosen people Who at one point was viewed as an equal His own chosen people A royal priest hey. So that you were called out of the darkness Into the marvelous Do you know who you are? Oh, 
Jake's uh, name, uh, Molly Music. So he the he the one that uh, that performed that. I just wanted to play that because the the lyrics go into how uh, we're we're a nation of kings, you know. And he used the word uh, uh, queens as well to describe the sisters. Which when you go into the word queen, it actually means a prostitute. So it would be more so princesses, you know. That's the the uh, the heritage of the Israelite women, you would be considered princesses, you know. Now you had, um, you know, Queen Esther and and so forth like that, but I'm just saying so far as modern uh, terminology, that that wouldn't be a, appropriate. It would be more so, again, princesses. But nonetheless, royalty, you know. So I want to read out of the book of uh, Revelation chapter 1. And uh, let's see, verse six, and it says, and, and have made us kings and priests unto Yahweh, by Shem, Yahweh Shai, and his father, to him be glory and dominion forever and ever. Amen. So we're, we're a nation of kings and priests, you know, and in this society, you know, they don't consider us that, you know, they consider us as uh, low lives, you know, deplorables and undesirables. But the Lord said that we're a nation of kings and priests. We're the ones uh, as a nation that's going to rule this earth forever with our Lord, Yahweh Shai. So you see why that it is a consorted effort to make you feel less than, to make you feel like you're nothing, to basically gaslight you. You know, the biggest uh, deception is to to make you think less of yourself, to make you feel like you aren't capable of doing something when all you got to do is come back to the Heavenly Father, come back to his law, statutes, and commandments, accepting, you know, uh, who you are as God's people and repenting, you know, truly repenting, coming back uh, into the understanding, you know. And, of course, you know, when you fall short, you have to pray, you know, because the Bible says that if you break one law, you're guilty of them all, you know, and we're always breaking the law, statutes and commandments, you know, uh, because we're, we're in this captivity, you know, we're in this flesh. But, you know, it's all about the Lord covering your sins, you know, having that cloak or that covering. That's why it's very important to honor and understand 
you know, the, um, you know, basically what the Messiah did, you know, his, his role in the, re the restoration of Israel, reparations soon to come. I say Shalom to you brothers and sisters, peace and blessings.